on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. It is five minutes after six here on High Tide. Hope you're uh, doing well early on this Saturday morning. If you're thinking of going out for a play, Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay is variable below 10 knots, becoming east to northeasterly 10 to 15 knots in the middle of the day, then becoming east to southeasterly 10 knots in the evening, seas below 0.5. Offshore between Broken Bay and Port Hacking, north to northeasterly winds 10 to 15 knots, turning easterly in the evening, seas below a metre. The swell will be easterly 1 to 1.5. Now, you were asking, Mr Blake, about tomorrow, partly yes. cloudy, 80% chance of a shower and a thunderstorm inshore. And I can tell you that about Wednesday, a low-pressure system is going to make its way between uh, Tasmania and Victoria and hang around and hang around and hang around and it's going to blow and blow and blow. And rain a little bit. For Melbourneites who could probably do without the rain at the moment, I think. And the problem is, it's Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party representative for the MLC, Mark Panasiak. Morning, Mark. Good good morning. Nothing like a bit of state rivalry. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Kieran, you used to call me, when I was living down there, you used to call me a Mexican, didn't you? South of the border. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Nothing's changed. <laughs> You still go to the rest under a tree with a big hat on. Yeah. Uh, Mark, <laughs> what's been happening? They've had some fish kills. Yeah, well, we spoke about last week uh, the uh, redfin fish kill in Lake Wallace, um, and they were sort of trying to confirm, you know, what had done, yeah, you know, what had killed these redfin, and and there's a, a few rainbow trout floating around as well, I believe, or trout floating around, and um, they've since confirmed that it was an e- EHN. Uh, virus that killed these redfin, and um, they proceeded to reopen, reopen the lake. Um, which I guess, on first glance and, and first hearing, sound you know sounds good, good news for you know the Australia Day weekend coming up. Obviously, will be a popular spot for campers and boaters and fishers. Um, but then, you know, in the same breath, DPI then said that they're concerned about Macquarie Perch potentially being impacted. Um, and there's a, a, a good population of Macquarie Perch in Bathurst, but we obviously know Macquarie Perch um, are under a bit of stress. And, you know, Victoria have just placed a total ban on, on catching them as well. So it just it concerns me that you've got, you know, the council opening up the lake and saying everything's okay, and then you, in the next breath you've got DPI going, well, we're a little bit concerned about, um, you know, the proximity to the population of, you know, a good population of Macquarie Perch in, in Bathurst. Um, but then there's no there's no comments about, you know, what risk assessment was done um, to make the decision to open it up, you know, what management strategies there are around protecting Macquarie Perch from this, um, it's, yeah, a little bit, well, not a little bit concerning, very concerning, um, given the, their status. Um, you know, I think I, you might recall I spoke to you guys about, uh, you know, the, just the lack of data or the old data that we're using on, on some of our troubled native species. We spoke about that before before Christmas, and I raised this in estimates, and, yeah, the, the data on 
and information around recovery strategies from, from Macquarie perch, trout cod, you know, silver perch, river blackfish. They're all 20 years old. And this approach by DPI that when I asked this was to say, oh, well, we're all, we're just going to sort of largely treat all native species the same and sort of lump them all under one sort of strategy. And I think that's just like, that's just lazy conservation, really. Um, because, you know, these fish have different ranges, different stresses. Um, and, you know, it's, how, how can you lump them all in a, a one-size-fits-all recovery strategy? Um, so I think it, it, this lack of attention just points to the fact that, you know, it's another reason why we need a, a dedicated fisheries minister. Because if you had a dedicated fisheries minister, you would have someone driving this, you know, driving these, these positive programs and, and, and directing, you know, the department to actually do the work. Um, and that doesn't seem, to, doesn't seem to be happening. Mark, that's not the only place that we're having fish kills. No. Listening to uh, Stevie Bowler this morning, there's been a lot of fish kills, uh, a lot of trout dying when the water got low and the heat got into them. Uh, but yeah. fisheries, I mean, let's put it this way, to be truthful, the government really doesn't care too much about the fishing industry. They've got enough problems on their hands and they can't be bothered. It's like uh, maritime. It's been swallowed up with transport and there's a, a lot of other problems in agriculture, so fisheries goes by the wayside. And I don't think we've got people that are interested anymore in fisheries. You know, oh, yeah, just yeah, that'll do, that'll do, move it along. Well, it, it, see, it, see, it definitely seems that way because there's no one outside of us that are sort of trying to... Yeah, yep. talk, talk up, talk up recreational fishing, and talk up commercial fishing, and and talk about yeah you know, the research and the and the work that needs to be done. Yeah, you know, like they're, they're all have you know there's all different different people having a crack at spear fishermen at the moment because a couple of people did something stupid and and speared a a blue groper which they're not supposed to. And there was another uh, one down at Jarvis Bay. Yeah, but no, but. But no one's talking about the lack of lack of data in terms of biomass on, on blue roper. If you talk to if you talk to uh, spear fishermen, they'll they'll tell you anecdotally that they're actually seeing less of other species when they go down um, because the blue roper is one of those hyper dominant species that push other species out. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're a bully. Yeah, the people might see them as cute and cuddly and. Yeah, because they've got a big sort of dopey look on their face, and they're blue, and <laughs> um, they come to you. Well, the only reason they come to you is because the scuba divers feed them. Yeah. Uh, in other in other states where you're not allowed, you, you are actually allowed to spear them. They're more evasive. But we haven't. But once again, DPI haven't done the work um, to understand this and and actually manage the species properly. Yeah, you know, we we put this ban in 40, 40 50 years ago, um, and haven't assessed it. It's just lazy. But if yeah, but we pull... Hey, Mark, they pull millions of dollars out of the Recreational Trust Fund for all this sort of stuff. But yeah, I think well, most of it's going there to support the people that are employed. Yeah, but not actually, but to not, not actually do the work. Yeah, that needs, exactly. That needs, that needs to be done. You know, our mud crab data is twenty over 20 years old. Our data on octopus as a species is over 20 years old. Like... 
how you supposed to how you, how you supposed to manage you know, a fishery resource when your data is that bloody old? We're using data from 1970 to devise a strategy for Mulloway. It's just ridiculous. It's we need a broom. We need a big broom. Put it straight through the. I think the uh, those at the top of the the ladder need to go. But does this always happen when we get a different government? When we get a left leaning or a right leaning government, one seems to be better than the other. Oh, look, I don't. I don't think it's either one's better than the other or not. But I think it's. I think it's the fact if you have a strong if you have a strong minister, then you might you, you actually see positive change. If you don't have a strong minister, then and a minister that's on the ball and 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 directing traffic, the, the department just do, does what it bloody hell wants. And, and you know, in the case of you know research and keeping up to date with species, it's clearly not much at all. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, I think it, it needs a firm hand and, and a yeah that guides and directs and and drives and drives change. And you're not going to get that with a minister that has another three or four big, uh, I guess, portfolio components being agriculture, forestry, um, yeah, along with it, that they have to manage. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, we've seen it time and time again, whether it's, you know, Libs or Labor, the, the fisheries part of the portfolio falls to the wayside and gets neglected. And how does the average putter change it? Well, I guess, you know, support our call for a dedicated fisheries minister, you know, just like we'd want a dedicated department for maritime um, so they get the attention they deserve. Yeah, we as, I guess, we as stakeholders and fishermen and boat owners, we contribute a significant amount uh, to the economy on top of what we already pay in other taxes. Um, You know, that deserves us, you know, some credibility and, and a bit more... Uh, relevance when it comes to talking to people, talking to ministers at the table. You know, and, and we should be saying, you know, we want a dedicated fisheries minister because we're not happy with the, the direction uh, that this is going okay. and the management of this is going. You make some good points as usual, Mark. Thank you very much for your time this morning. It's always great to catch up. No problems, guys. Have a good day. Okay, see you. Mark Manaziak, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party for the Upper House of New South Wales And Parliament. Kieran, you were doing so well this year. You were doing so well. And then all of a sudden, Mark Manaziak comes on and Kieran's up on the soapbox. He's got all the machine guns out. Do you feel relieved? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I just think that it's, it, it's changed. Uh, you know, they're, they're relying too much on their recreational trust fund money to support people in the industry that are not producing. Oh, I just thought you were fired up. I didn't say you were wrong. I didn't say you were wrong at all. No, I know you didn't say I was wrong. You know what? what But not often am I right, but I'm right again. No one's taking you out for lunch lately. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. Present head, where are you? Well, Ross O'Brien said he'd take you out to lunch. That went very quiet, didn't it? (laughs) I don't think, yeah. (laughs) I heard what he said to Alan.
He, he said the same yeah, thing to like me. Like going to go to Shell Harbour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break here on High Tide on the other side of this. We're going to catch up with Kieran's next door neighbours and find out what he's really been doing over the last few days. Talking sport in 2024. It's a very sad day for me and all of us. This is the last day of talking sport. Thank you, thank you very much for educating me and listeners. You're giving us so much joy and entertainment. You guys don't realise how much of a laugh you guys give us over the years. You guys do a great so, and um, you keep me company on my drive home, and I can't think I speak for lots of listeners. I don't know anything too much about sport, but I just want to say to you guys, you've got the best show on the radio. So someone said, oh, you're off, and I went, oh, bugger. Who am I going to listen to? It's been a tough three years for me, the hardest years of my life. But having that connection and listening to all the callers and talking to you guys on a regular basis just uh, reminds you who you are. Talking Sport returns in 2024. January 15th. Folks, look, I just want to thank you because you guys make the show. And we really look forward to seeing you back for our 21st year. And you've helped us make it to that 21st. A brilliant new year. And just remember that we're back talking sports. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. What happens when you turn up every dial on tomorrow's SUV? When the power of imagination merges technology and performance? When you take an SUV and give it a sleek, sporty design? A trim that takes it up a notch? And now with Blue Link connectivity with your compatible device? Hyundai Tucson Enline. Tomorrow's SUV taken to the next level. Blue Link T's and C's apply. Visit hyundai.com.au or your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com This is High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and we'll talk more about Blake's Marine in just a few moments' time. It's 20 minutes after 6. Let's go up to Swanee and Yvonne. Morning, Swanee. Yvonne. Morning, Al. Morning. How are you? We're good. What's happening up there? I know that it's gone oh, downhill mate. a little bit. Kieran's back. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not picking on him. He shouted me a drink the other night. Oh, no. <laughs> if ever that happens again, can you video it so I can put it on the uh, High Tide Facebook page? I want to page? see him paying for it. I'll do that. <laughs> Good morning, Karen. 
Good morning, everyone. <laughs> yes. What about the shower of rain we had earlier? Yeah, it was good. Oh, mate, yeah. It's pretty ordinary out there at the moment. Um, not advising anyone go outside today. Uh, definitely not. And for the next few days, by the looks of it. It's pretty thick uh, rain right till next Thursday. Yeah, it's, it's sort of come away as 15 knots already from the south and two and a half to three metre seas, and it's going to get up to 30 knots. 25, 30 knots, uh, a bit like yesterday. So, yeah, definitely leave the boat at home today if you want to go outside. But it's a shame, really, because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, especially in the morning, it was sort of dead flat almost and, and uh, um, calm conditions, overcast, muggy, uh, very humid. But <clears throat> the fishing outside was uh, exceptional, actually. Uh, Sunshine Reef really fired up uh, for pearl perch. And snapper, um, plenty of mahi uh, may around all the fads. Uh, the marlin a little bit hit and miss. Uh, Jay went out on Wednesday. Um, they left at four thirty in the morning, and they went out to uh, out to the marlin ground, which is about an hour and a half run uh, <clears throat> on the forty to fifty k mark, just inside the bank. Up and down, up and down, up and down, like we did last time I went out with him. And uh, they give it away at around about 4 o'clock, and we're heading back in. And they uh, decided to leave the lures out. They uh, got to about 5.30, and uh, that's 13 hours of trolling. And a little black decided to join the party at around <laughs> about 17k out. So it was a long day for one 25-kilo little black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't ask me this time. Anyway, yeah, um, out of the banks too. A few of the boats got out to the banks. There were you know, plenty of snapper and pearlies out there. Kaylee Charters had uh, a photo on Facebook too out of um, further north from here. And they, uh, they absolutely brained the pearl perch and they got a bit of uh, stick about it. But, you know, when you've got eight, eight or nine people on board, it was only a bag limit. It looked big, but it was only a bag limit for the people. Uh, yeah, generally that's about it for the outside, and you can forget about it for a few days, unfortunately. The mackerel have uh, sort of gone a little bit quiet too, they tell me. Now, in the river, it's whiting. Yeah, it's all about whiting. You know? uh, the best run of whiting I've seen in years. Uh, a lot of people bagging out fish from 28 to 38 centimetres using uh, worms, uh, little tiny soldier crabs too is a good bait. You get the bigger fish on them. Uh, or yabbies, so, yeah. There's a feed of whiting to be had, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, you definitely have to stick to the estuaries and, <clears throat> and the best time to fish for them, top of the tide, around the last two hours of the run-up and the first two hours of the run-out, uh, down near the mouth, uh, around uh, Channel Island, or the Chambers Island, down to Channel Island, through to the mouth where you've got that clear water, uh, although the river is starting with the big tide starting to uh, clear up a bit. There have been a few good jacks taken too, I noticed too, um, up in the creeks on live baits. Um, yeah, generally that's about it. There's a few grunter being taken, uh, a few flathead too down in the mouth, uh, those uh, drifting with live baits or tossing lures about. Yeah, that's generally about it, mate. Stick to the estuaries today. The crabs. Uh, 
I put the pot in actually on Wednesday, on Tuesday night. I had to get a crab for Kieran, but uh, I got three Jenny, three throwbacks, of course, three Jennies. Um, I'll try and get it in again. Uh, we're on the dark at the moment at the moment. I might even wait till the next full moon, but they are getting a lot of crabs out in the river in the deeper holes. Just be careful where you put your pots with the big tides at the moment. That was the crabs you threw back, not Kieran, right? Yeah, that's the crabs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just be careful where you put your pots uh, with the big tides at the moment, over two metres so on the dark of the moon. With the big tides, you'll, uh, you couldn't end up uh, having your pots float away. So, yeah, generally it's about it. Well, there's a bit there for everyone. That sounds good. Uh, yeah. We can get a few more crabs. And the next, so I might try actually, before he goes back, try and get him a feed of crabs. Oh, so you leave till the day after he leaves. There's no problems. I think he wants to jump in and say something. I've heard him have a couple of... <laughs> He's Go for it, uh, No, 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 no. It's all good. I know that he'll do his best. <laughs> Which is better than most. I won't let him pick on you, Kieran. It's all right. Even though you're only I know. No, I don't. You do? You did so still yesterday? No, I don't. But, oh. <laughs> I told you the truth had come out. Yeah, well, yeah, so? <laughs> oh, dear. I just said that she picks on Swanee a bit. That's all. It's a terrible time. I, no, oh, God, they're yeah. terrible. Can I, can I come and listen to you guys? I'm going to send it back over there. Get you up on me. <laughs> no, that's no good. Just remember that when they want something to eat or drink, Yvonne. Oh, I know. I can't do that because... Sorry, I do, I do cook, but keep quite capable of cooking on his own, but I can't do that. <laughs> Not with broken fingers, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the galley chef. I can't do that. That's bad, isn't it? <laughs> okay, thank you for that. Look forward to catching up next Saturday. Will do. Okay. okay. Hopefully we'll have a crab report. Thank you. Thanks, Swanee and Yvonne up at Maroochee. We'll take a break. You listen to High Tide and the Super Network. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. 
What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy Family members, Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners, and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. This is 2SM Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. It's just gone 6.30 still to come on the program. We're going to catch up with Paul Burt in the not too distant future. But now, Alan. Let's go to Clone Prawn Man. Prolure Australia, Greg Reed, good morning. Oh, phone for me. Oh, good morning. I, I saw uh, PJ uh, put a picture of your uh, your uh, your prawn up and said they work fantastic for me, and I just wrote at the bottom of it, PJ, that's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. What colour was it? Go on, Grant. What colour was it? Uh, prawn colour. Motor prawn oil, color. or what was it? Oh, the raw prawn. Yeah, yeah raw prawn. prawn. Natural. natural. Thank oh, you, Kieran. Colour, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if PJ's got the raw prawn yet. The raw prawn's the latest in the. Uh, oh, he's had the raw prawn plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't go to the raw prawn with PJ or anyone in that pack. Um, no, the raw prawn's the latest one. It's sort of a white or albino colour in our range, um, with sort of a bit of black fleck in it, and and. Uh, Beady orange, uh, orange or red eyes, actually. Um, glow in the dark sort of stuff, but they all work and um, everything eats prawn. So you've got to have one. Um, what's happening today? Uh, nor'easters today. Probably today's probably the peak over the weekend. Um, nor'easters offshore this morning up until about 15 knots. In fact, it's been blowing nor'east all night here. Hasn't stopped at all. Um, we've got a suddenly then due in. Oh, I'd say around about 1,400 this afternoon, 2 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, so I'd probably get out early and then that suddenly will pick up throughout the day or throughout the night and into tomorrow. So, um, yeah, this morning's probably the, the, the best time to go if you want to get offshore. Um, little, only real little easterly swell down here at the moment, but 
probably not enough to stop me and the grog going for a swim in the ocean this morning and then walking the beaches with a 2.09 metre high tide at around 10-something this morning, isn't it? Yep. yep. And yeah, just, just after 10 o'clock. So that means that we're going to take the raw prawn and go for a walk on the beach. <laughs> we go fishing with our prawns, uh, fishing with the crankbaits and fishing with the microjigs. I, I rarely use bait off the beach these days, not that often. Um, maybe the odd pilly every now and then, but uh, on, a, on a morning like today, um, you'll get a whole lot of brim, particularly in flathead and um, yeah, most most beach beach, beach species pushing uh, you know, pushing pretty good with a two point zero nine metre high tide. So that's around about ten o'clock. So you will get a bite around about that time this morning. So just light tackle off the beach, six eight pound braid. Eight pound leader, um, yeah, little bunch of lures should be uh, should be a good bit of fun. Um, in the basin though, uh, water's pretty still pretty dirty in there. Like from the you know the the fresh component, um, sort of seems to be sort of covering the flats, but it's pretty warm. Like the the widening it back on the flats now. At least the water ski traffic's backed off a little bit, um, you know, from that Christmas period. So the fish has sort of come back onto the flats now, which is good. Uh, definitely a thing. Excuse me, with Mulloway this this year that they are and they are definitely um, preferring the soft vibes. Um, that's probably fair to say that they're accounting for uh, most of the captures in the basin or uh, or live potties if you want to actually use bait. But um, anywhere out in the middle, uh, a good sound is going to find the bait schools, and a lot of these jewies are just free ranging around the basin. Uh, just sitting underneath the bait schools. So uh, either that, or just follow the birds and follow the tailor and. Um, Taylor, a natural burley machine, and always always good to you know, keep your eye on the sky and watch where the birds are in the basin and, and follow those around and cast around them. They're always a pretty good indicator. But um, flats, uh, flats have been going all right, but it's, it's pretty warm in there now. It's sort of um, 25 degrees um, in, in the shallows yesterday. So uh, that's probably a little bit too hot for most species. But probably the deeper margins at the moment working better. Um the, the Shoalhaven River, particularly uh, most of the bigger rivers, still in the upper reaches, um, yeah, still running pretty chocolate or, or pretty fresh. But the bass aren't minding that at all. You know, all, the, all this rain that we've had over the summer has uh, particularly given the bass, you know, plenty of water to swim right upstream. Um, so yeah, you, you can do worse things than sort of throwing a, a little topwater lure or, or a little uh, shallow running crankbait. Um, or even a prawn, because bass, even bass eat prawns too. <laughs> but um, I, I prefer like a little cicada impersonation or a little stick bait or, or, or a crankbait if they're not eating off the top. Um, cast into the snags. Um, pretty uh, pretty hard to go past a bass at this time of year. But um, yeah, all in all, um, it's it's looking looking pretty good. Um, I have had reports of um, you know, a pretty good run of baby black male on down here at the moment. Um, and and boiled Boil reports to um, enough bait out on the kink at the moment as well, but it's about just getting the weather right for offshore, um, which seems to be the case right up and down the coast this morning too. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's all right. It's um, it, it is pretty good. Oh, okay. And what else is happening at Prolure? Uh, next one to come out. Uh, we'll so we, yeah, we just dropped a new colour on the prawn, the raw prawn. I've got a aramundi shad. Um, or like hard-bodied shad. So that's basically like a, a shad-style lure. Is like a, uh, it's like a sort of a fat, fatter-profile bait fish. 
Um, so we've got a beefed up one of those um, for the barrel market coming out, uh, hopefully by March. Okay. Um, but you know one thing we don't do a lot of, uh, or enough of in New South Wales, uh, we don't do enough flathead trolling. Uh, Queenslanders are miles ahead of us and, and so much better at it than um, most New South Wales crews. But like a lot of these shad style lures are really good for um, catching a fleet of flatties in the est- in the estuary. And this thing's going to dive to six metres every, every day of the week. Um, it's only 82 mil on the body, about 100 mil all up. So that's that's the next little project that's coming to uh, fruition. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping within the next couple of months to get a hard body prawn out as well. We've got a uh, prawn that we did a soft launch on last year, um, which has got interchangeable legs, a hard body and, and trebles, and that's that's just going to be wickedly good, just thrown over the top of, uh, you know, patches of sand and weed beds and um, around a bit of structure or, you know, or skipped across the surface. So they're the latest too. But there's a, there's a long list. It's, 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 it's a never-ending it's a never-ending thing in terms of product development. I mean, I've got probably 10 years' worth in the pipeline. It's just a matter of supply chains and um, logistics and all that stuff stuff, and getting it, to, getting it out to market because a lure generally takes about two to three years from conception to delivery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Lots yeah, of work. Fun. Okay, Greg. Yeah, heaps of work. Thank you for that. Great fun. All right. No, thank you. Have a have a great day. We will talk to you next week. All right. See you next week. Craig Reid. And from two to three years. Two to three years. Yeah. If you would like to check out the Range Pro Lure, australia.com.au, he does have yes. a, uh, an opener coming along. So too does PJ. There has been a bit of a blow-up. Oh, okay. There has been a little bit of a blow-up. I'll tell you more about that on the other side of this break where we're going to catch up with Paul Bird. 2SM has Sydney talking. You used to be paying $600 a quarter for electricity, now they're paying $1,200. At the bottom line, when you line up at the checkout, what you are living on, that's where it's still really hurting us. Small minorities are getting in there who have an agenda to push because we are quiet. And when I say we, I mean the majority. Then we have to accept it. The minority blokes are out there jumping up and down in the street. That's why they're getting things through that they shouldn't be getting through. Summer mornings with Dave Cochran. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company, a local success story? The family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits, and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality, independent outlet. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. 
Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Pal Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Pal Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Pal Kit Homes way, you go to Pal, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Pal on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. You certainly are, and it's 18 minutes away from seven. And good morning to everyone out at Parks this weekend, because the Elvis Festival is this weekend. And that's a great They'll be time. doing the Jailhouse Rock. No, they will. The parade will be on this morning out there. It takes about an hour and a half or two hours for everyone to parade through, and it's just a great bit of fun, and uh, good luck to everyone out there. Just a, something on your, on your boats, and something that gets neglected all the time, is uh, tyres on your trailer. The, your cars run a lower pressure than what your, your trailers do because the cars have radial tyres on them. The trailers have a light truck tyre on them, so they need more pressure. They don't roll around. They need a solid wall on them. So every tyre's got the uh, pressures, the recommended pressures, on the side of them, embossed in it. So uh, have a look at that. If, if it's in bar or if it's in PSI, do the conversion on it, but you know a typical trailer tire will run around forty five to fifty psi where your car will be thirty eight to forty psi so if you let it get down too low, you will blow a tire out the side. I think I've got to go to the phones now have well, I? Well, don't you just let the tires down so that you can drive on the sand that's the only important thing no. Is it? No, there's more to it than that. There's more to it. There's though. more to it than yeah. that. Uh, there was a little. I did hear information about a little bit of a blow up. How come yes. one person gets a, an intro, yeah, and the the other people don't? The other people are actually there. There are more coming online. Okay, little intros for people. But I, I've got to be honest. When I made the one for Paul Bird, I sat there and I had to listen to it, and I thought, "Gee, that's harsh even for me." So we redid it so that it was a lot kinder. This is what it sounds like now. On high tide, time now for Paul Bird. Thanks to Step Outside. That's a bit mild. I know, but the alternative, Mr. Burt, you just didn't want to hear. Oh, yeah, we want to hear it. We want to hear it. <laughs> I thought, well, I, I know you've got a sense of humour, but you're, you, you can only cop so much. Go on, let's do the alternative. I want to hear the, uh, you know, step outside. <laughs> okay, I'll bring it in. I'll bring it in. I, lo- I love your work. Hey, speaking, good morning to you, gentlemen. Good morning to you all. Uh, I was going to say to you, real quick one, is... Um, I've been told that I have to inflate my tyres when I jump in the car. Blakey, what are your thoughts on that? Inflate your tyres when you jump in the car? Yeah. 
Well, you go on a diet. <laughs> yeah, yeah open, you know, open the door and have a look at the manufacturer's. Yeah, I know, because you're, you're getting bigger. You're a growing boy. Right, I know. I had to step away from the uh, from the buffet. Hey, mate, um, how, how are you, gentlemen? How's it? How's beautiful East Coast of Australia? We're supposed to be in a, a dry phase of, uh, of a. Of I, I, I noticed the, the uh, bomb is recanting on the El Nino. They're blaming volcanoes from two years ago and all sorts of things. <laughs> Oh, the poor Tongans! The Tongans, you know, what are they? What are they? They got. They don't have a newspaper going over there. They can't. They don't even know what's happening. I mean, obviously, God love them, but uh, yeah, the volcano that um, split the uh, ionosphere in half and allowed uh, forty thousand million, uh, you know, megaliters yeah, of uh, right, yeah. water into the sky. That's got what goes up's got to come down. Wait, yes. what? Really? Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Now I'll send the bill in for a million dollars to the government. That's but it. it is an absolute farce. It is a farce. But, you know, we are in a bit of a neutral phase at the moment. The neutral phase does allow that to happen in the sense that, uh, you know, you're going to get storms. You, and I mentioned that this year. It's not going to be complete dry summer. Summer is storms. Summer is uh, under those cells can bring, you know, 100 millimetres of rain in, in a short burst of time and, and strong gale force winds as those cells pass over. It's summer. It's what we get. But, um, you know... Did we expect a couple of metres of rain in certain areas? No. Oh, I thought Huey was, Huey was upset with the Queenslanders for getting rid of the Premier. <laughs> yeah. Look what we've got, though. I mean, really. <laughs> I, love, I love politics in a sense. I actually hate it. But in the sense that you, you, Australia binds together. We, 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 we form the, the government. We, we choose the person of elect. Say, yes, we trust that person. Then that person leaves. And you think, well, I didn't choose this next person. That's right. But, you know, yes. It is what it is. So anyway. Well, that's what it is, Paul. We believe in them. We we support them. We go out. We vote them. Then come Monday morning, we start kicking them. <laughs> and, and you believe in the tooth fairy too, don't you? <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I'll have a chat my, to the young, tooth fairy. my young son, geez, he, got, he got his little penny the other day for his lost tooth. God bless him. Anyway. Uh, Fishing-wise, we've had a bit of an up-and-down weather. You know, it's been strong southerlies at the moment on the Goldie. It's been uh, rain coming through. It hasn't really been the best of periods of time, but you know, I think once it starts to settle, we'll see the dewfish on the wrecks. We'll see the the, the, the mahi-mahi on the uh, shads, and we're also going to see the mangrove jacks in the rivers. So I think we've had a lot of rain, a lot of overflows throughout the uh, the backwaters of uh, Clear Island waters, Broad Beach, all the way down from Cooma River, all those areas. So good flush-outs uh, is what, what we had. And that's going to bring justice uh, for mud crabs as well. So fishing can only be on the improved, guys. And I think next week we're going to see those uh, northerly winds returning, better better conditions, and uh, and I think better fishing conditions. But at the moment, it's been a bit uh, up and down for sure, and only for the diehard. And what are you up to today? I'm going surfing, actually. Going surfing. <laughs> Man, up <laughs> to my own. My young fella. Now yeah, you've got a six foot six board or a long board. No, nah, mate, I'm a big boy. I'm, I'm like a Harley with a, with a triple-seater. So, uh, oh, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to take out the 10-6. I'll take out the 10-6 and the young fella, and uh, we'll go out and, and surf a point. 10-6? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Greg Reed would appreciate that. <laughs> if you're listening, Reedy. I've got five eights and five nines. I haven't oh, grown up God. yet. I haven't grown up yet. Whippets. The absolute whippets. So that's what the plan is for today. But it's a lot of fun there, guys. But, uh, you know, I think yeah, once weather settles, we're in for better conditions and uh, should be good. You have a good day, buddy. 
Guys, always my pleasure to talk to you, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow from the beautiful Isle of Kona. And what about Step Outside? Something. Yeah, well, what about it? Chicken, yeah, you can check it uh, out and uh, and load it. Um, and then the season now starts uh, early March for season six. I can't wait to bring that to you. Go jump in a rip. Go and have fun. See you, Paul. I think yeah, he's, he's, he's starting to break up there. Yeah, he was uh, right on the edge of the, okay. his limit. Kieran, you got any reports for us? I have down there. We're talking about Maruma. Maruma down there where Greg was talking about, he's right about the water temperature in the lakes. It's got up to 25. This degrees. There's been a good run of flathead, over a metre. Um, also, the brimmer on the shoe, the whiting, the trevally, the salmon, the tailor, even kingies have moved into the lake. So that's a good spot to go. The beaches have been the best result, though, for salmon, tailor, brim, whiting and flathead. Off the rocks is drummer, brim, salmon and tailor. Outside's been a little bit quiet because the current's been up around six, seven knots. That should disappear shortly. So the marlin are out there. The dolphin fish are around the fads and the boys. The bait schools are in close. Around the island, that's Montague Island, the reef species have been very good that Mainly uh, good catches the snapper moeys and small kingies. The water is blue and it's 23 degrees. The better fishing results have been bait fishing. I know our good friend Greg Reed says, don't forget, try a lure, be a pro. But um, from Narima, from the Ocean Hut Complete Angler, 23 Graham Street, Narima, here's a bit of bait. Now, if you want to go further south and look at what's happening down Canberra Way, the local lakes have been good. Burley Griffins produce yellow belly carp, cod, redfin. Good redfin coming out of Burrenjuk Dam and also red, uh, the yellow belly. They've been there. Gugon's another good spot for good cod, yellow belly, redfin. The redfin have been very active down there, there at Gugong. Tuggeron's another good spot for the yellow belly and cod. Jabba, jaw, lure is the way to go. Now, of the main lakes, Jindabyne is a little bit quieter in reports. Yigabine's very good. Fly fishing has probably been the best method. Spinning is working, hard bodies. Uh, where we go, Jin and Dera, that's been very good for yellow belly and cod. The Murrumbidgee is very high and dirty, so leave that alone. Local ponds have been uh, producing redfin, yellow belly and cod. The shop specials, they've got new lures, MND. That's Mary, Nellie, and D for David, flatfish. So call in, pick up one of those. That's from uh, Unit 1, 130 Gladstone Street at Canberra, Tackle World. Good job. What else do you want to know, gentlemen? Uh, mm. The Hawksbury's been good. You've been home, Al? Yes. Yeah, you, uh, yeah the Hawksbury, I heard from... The Australian bass angler, the bridges and bar point have been very good all the way right down to the mouth. They've been good run of flathead brim and jewfish. Wiseman's been uh, a little bit too much boat traffic there, so no reports there. Up at the Nepean, there's been good bass caught up there on the cicadas and frogs. Oops, we mentioned frogs. Windsor's been okay too. Lake Lyle's been quite. Tomo's has been very good. The soft plastics and sliders have been working well for the trout. Leave Wallace alone, even though they say it's back open. And they had a report of kingfish and bonito in Sydney Harbour. Sounds good. Anything else you need to know? Yeah, keep the going. overall. Okay, the, the overall is 
if you're up and down the coastline all the eastern seaboard i'd fish the beaches and maybe in the in the bays and the rivers that'd be the better way to go i'd give offshore a miss until later in the week it's going to be wet now, later in the week Eh? It's going to be it's wet. Going to be, well, it is. You're going to get 15, 20 mil. Down there, you might get a little bit more. But that's that's not too bad every day. Buy a boat. Buy a stacer. I was, going to, I was actually going to ask Alan about that. So I ring up Blake's Marine, and I ask for Alan, and he picks up the phone because he doesn't know who I am. They say, well, they don't know who he if is I'm either. There. If, if there. you're there. And I say, yeah. Alan, I want a boat. And you say, great, I've got those. We sell them. And I say, great, I want an all-rounder. Now, that's... <laughs> should have looked, if you could have seen the look on his face... An all-rounder. Right. I want an all-rounder. What... And there is no such thing. But if there was, out of the, the Blake's Marine range, what would be the closest thing that would give me the ability to go fishing and have all the toys for that and be able to, you know, take out the family and, you know, have a little bit of a, a run around and... and and, and trying to please both camps. Well, the first thing, <laughs> please both camps. <laughs> I like that. The first thing I do is start asking questions. You know, what are you trying to achieve? What are you going to tow it with? I want to go fishing and not it? let the wife stab me. <laughs> <laughs> you need two boats. <laughs> but no, it's it's about trying to work out what they're trying to achieve yeah. and what they need. And, and the trick is. With it, you buy the boat they're going to use most of the time. Don't buy something that I might go and camp on it once a year or twice a year. Yeah. Well, it's a waste of time buying something with all camp covers and things like that. You're not going to take them off. You're not going to use it. You're better off to say, okay, well, I mainly go fishing or do a bit of water skiing or tubing with the kids type of thing. Well, then it comes back to something like a, a crossfire or a side console with a bow area. You can have a bimini on the top of it so they can fish and ski. And, and or you can go to a chicken and champagne boat, we call them. So... The girls can have their chicken and their champagne and sit in the bow and relax type of thing while you have a fish out the back. So there's all different options, but I'm going to ask lots and lots of questions to try and work out what best suits your needs and your budget. Hmm. How difficult is it to find the right boat for the for people? Every boat is a compromise. Yeah. doesn't matter how big it is or how small it is, it is a compromise. Not every boat will do everything. Hmm. It's just a fact of life. So it's something you use for most of the time uh, to suit what you're going to do and uh, not do that once in a year, once every three or four years. Type of Al? Thing. Yes? Al, if you've got a family, I think what you're talking about, the bow rider, and that is the way to go. If you want to go and catch a marlin, go on a charter boat. That's right. Uh, look, it's the best way to go. And the other thing to do, too, if you're looking at a boat, you buy something that you can grow into, not something you're going to grow yeah. out of. Because if you've got kids, they're only going to get bigger. So you've got to plan for the next couple of years because you're not buying a boat the last your six months. You're buying it the last three, four, five or six years. I remember the, the first time my dad let me take our boat out on my own. Mm-hmm. That was like, I, I felt like I'd won a lotto. No, it's I good. felt like Did it, he take gas, bros? Sorry? Did your father take gas, bros? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Kieran? I actually did a good job. I actually, I was a very safe dinghy was only the, I only took I only took the small one out. It wasn't. It was a rowboat, was it? No, no, well, no, no. I, no. Had, uh, had I a... ask you what what what's gone wrong since then? <laughs> <laughs> was an old Quintrex. Okay, good. Yeah. Terry Quintrell boat. Yep. Yeah. We better go. It's that time of day.
It is that time of day. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us on the program this morning. We'll look forward to catching up with you tomorrow morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. Uh, safe boating, everyone. Look forward to your company tomorrow. Yeah, one of those days. One step behind, that's right. Have a great day. Have a safe day.